Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of A Dicey Experience. My name is Jason Sketch and we're super excited to have you guys all here with us this evening. Tonight we only have two of our players with us besides me, of course, the wonderful awesome DM named Jason Sketch. Unfortunately, Mr. Jean is off on vacation and was unable to attend these recording sessions. But knowing that we had to get some stuff out for you, we decided to go ahead and record anyways, and he'll be back here soon with all the joys and funs that come with Mr. Roger Rabbit. But of course, I still have two amazing players with me tonight. To my right is Mr. Meerkat. Hey everybody, this is Meerkat. I am playing Lucas Fendwear, the dashing chef of the ship. And to his left is, hmm, I guess, you know, Stolen's here. Am I here? I'm not quite sure. Hey everybody, it's Stolen. I'm playing Crew, <laughs> the warlock turtle that is ready for a nap. Last we left off, our party was doing some incredible things on an island where they met a wonderful Nilbog and then dashed into fighting a dragon abomination. Finding two pieces of a map that they were needing to be able to go to the terrarium, they left with joy and peace out of that island as fast as possible. Last we left off, our adventurers were sailing away from the island, doing anything they could to get away, um, sailing through the night. Now that that is over and complete, they are able to, well, pick up where they left off. It is now morning time, guys. The night, you guys spent all night sailing, getting things prepped. Mr. Jean has gone down to the bottom of the boat, trying to work on some of the leaks from the time when you guys fought the Sea Serpent as of, oof, just a couple of days ago. Um, he kind of points out that y'all need to find someplace quick to keep, to really make some strong repairs, but for now, him and Nameless can take care of those repairs until further notice. What would you guys like to do? So we've sailed away. So I'm assuming the coast is clear. Do we see anything out in the distance that would make us think otherwise? Nope, yeah, the skies are clear. It's a nice morning of sunset. Um, there's nothing really to be concerned about. It doesn't look like you've been followed by the large monstrosity you guys dealt with, and it doesn't look like there's any other boats or anything else out on the water. You guys have successfully gotten away. The crew, who is still up in the crow's nest, is just going to sleepily start climbing back down from the crow's nest to, just to kind of see what's going on below. He's pretty much just been focusing on the horizon all night just to make sure they weren't being followed. So he doesn't know what's going on underneath. Fair enough, yeah. Uh, Lucas and the captain have been kind of running around making sure that the ropes are tied nice and neat, that the sails have been doing what they're supposed to do. Everyone's kind of at a point of exhaustion because of the lack of sleep overnight. And so not much is happening. I th Lucas, are you preparing some sort of food before you guys all kind of go take a nap? What What is what is the plan with you, sir? Uh, so I... Uh, Lucas is sitting down uh, on the edge of the boat, just as back to the um, the side of the boat, and has his head just in between his legs, and he's exhausted, heavy breathing, sweating, and he's just taking a moment to try and catch his breath after all the work that he's done. He's not a an experienced uh, seaman, so. Uh, everything was a little harder for him than uh, other people. Sprawled out in front of him like a starfish is Frederican, who's just covered in sweat as well, and, and panting, his tongue's kind of just hanging out of his mouth, and his his loincloth is soaked. Good job, Frederican. Uh, thanks for help. Uh, yes! I'm getting out of yes, there. Yes, of course! <laughs> Frederican's never been on boat before. 
well, this this is my fourth day on the boat, on the, my first boat as well, so we're both beginner, beginners still. Frederick, and happy to help. Cruz just gonna walk over to him. Uh, how are you feeling, Freddy? Uh, hot. Uh, tired. When do we go back to cave? So, no nausea, I guess, so you're not seasick. So that's good. Odds are even, crew. Uh, odds. As soon as you say that, he stands up and starts throwing up over the bed of the boat. <clears throat> oh, uh, uh. He's just... Crew's gonna walk over and start, like, patting him on the back. We've all been there. Uh, uh. I fish out some, uh, ginger root from my pouch and say, Here, you, you need to chew on this. It'll settle your stomach. Yes, yes, master. Yes, uh, uh, yes, master. He takes it and he kind of walks to the other side of the boat to just try to try to get his sea legs underneath him. We uh, we should probably lead him down to one of the rooms just so he could lay down. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. I I kind of prop him up and uh, Frederick, can you you can lean against me? We're gonna go down and and get you to lie down so you can eat your sea legs. Yes, uh, yes, okay, of course, yes. Yes, uh, good, good show. Uh, your room, master. Uh, do you need me to clean clean your room? Sleep, sleep on your floor. No, no, you, no. Uh, we'll find you. Uh, I and this is a question to you, DM. Um, there were a few rooms in the ship that we had one for each of us. There wasn't like a storeroom. There wasn't like another room that was empty or something for like other guests or anything. So, there's essentially four levels to the boat. Um, you have the top deck, like, and then there's an upstairs to the top deck as well, where on both ends. So on the back end, you can have an upstairs where the the wheel of the boat is at, um, and then that's at the back of the boat. And the front of the boat kind of has a little bit of an upstairs that goes up, so you can kind of have a little more height to see over the edge. Um, then you've kind of got that middle layer there where the kitchen is on one side, the middle is kind of leads into the captain's lair, which goes towards the back of the boat. And then you have the stairs that kind of go down into y'all's sleeping quarter area, where it's kind of that hallway, and you each three have your own room. And at the back of that hallway, there's another downstairs there that led down to the um, storage area. Coming out of that storage area, though, behind the stairs that go down, there is essentially where right now John is kind of working. There's kind of another hallway where you kind of have a bunch of different just kind of bunks for extra crew if they were to arrive. So seeing that kind of like the... The cook role was important. The captain assumed it would be a good spot for you. And then seeing that, um, you know, Jean's role is, is as a quartermaster is kind of important. He left him kind of have his own room as well. And seeing that you don't have any other crews or any, any other big members yet, you'll just kind of let crew have his own space. Although he doesn't maybe necessarily have a designated role as of yet. I know we kind of talked last week about him being the document keeper kind of a person. But, so uh, you're saying I'm not important. Well. I'm just saying that <laughs> that you haven't received an important role yet, but you are a main character, thus I'm letting you have your own room. <laughs> but um, finding your role for the ship might be something we need to work on. So. Okay. Um, okay, so, uh, Frederick, no, Frederick, you don't need to uh, stay in my room or, or clean my room. Uh you can stay in the in the bunks uh, further down deck. So uh, let, let's get you there. Let's get you sit up there. Uh, there's no one else there right now. Frederick so, gets his own you know, room. Don't, don't... Master give Frederick in his own room. <laughs> Technically, yes. <laughs> Though other people may come along and stay in that room. Next master might so... give Mister Frederick in a sock. <gasps> and, uh, 
I'm not giving you any of my clothes. Oh. But you can have this room to yourself for now. Okay. Uh, the room is, you know, it's not it's not too terrible. It's got a couple of leaks in it that, you know, Sean's working on. But it's got some hammocks kind of hanging up in it and stacked in, you know, several different heights. So he could pick the top, bottom, um, wherever you want to assign Mr. Frederican for this bunk space. But there's like 16, 16 hammocks in the okay. bunk area down below. We'll just give him a, a, a lower bunk so we can easily access him if he's still feeling up ill. Uh, so I, I have him lie down and uh, I just I give him another piece of a ginger root and say, you know, finish what you've got and then in an hour, eat this again. You'll certainly be feeling better after that. But if you need anything, just go up to the kitchen and... Uh, grab fruit or water there. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you. I, I... And you can call me Lucas, not not Master. My name is Lucas. Lucas. Lulu. Close enough. No, no. Uh-huh. Lucas. Lu Lucas. <laughs> okay. Lucas. Yes. Yes, Lucas. Master Lucas. No, just Lucas. That's fine. No Master. L Lucas. That's right, and you're Frederican. Yes, Frederican. Right. Now that we've been formally introduced, you rest, and I am going to go to my room, which is upstairs, and I'm going to rest as well, because we've had a long day. Yes, yes, of course, Lucas. I, I will do that. You you rest good. I will. You too. And I'll leave the room. He climbs into one of the bunks and sways for a little bit. You kind of hear a huh, huh, until he kind of settles in, but he doesn't actually puke. So... Continues to chew on that root. While Lucas is taking Frederican down to the bunks, uh, crew is going to start looking around for the captain. Is he on deck? Is he up steering? What's he up to? He's towards the back of the boat. He's he's kind of prepping the anchor. Looks like he's wanting to toss the anchor overboard and just kind of getting everybody a small break and just not sail, not go anywhere, just kind of keep the boat in place until everybody's had a chance to rest. Hey, uh, Captain. Ah, yes, Bull. So, we have the map. What's the plans? Well, we've got the map, which is good. This is exciting. We can head to Terrarium and do some treasure hunting, but, uh... I imagine we'll probably swing by Linguina first and see if we can't do some boat repairs and maybe make a few more friends just to help us along with the journey. How far is it to Linguina from where we are? Oh, probably about a day's journey, give or take. He so kind of pulls out his compass and, and looks, and yeah, it's about a day's journey. So not too bad. You know, even with John's repairs, the boat should stay afloat for that long. Yes, yes, yeah, the boat should survive for another day or two. Hopefully he can manage. We we must find a shipwright that's going to probably be our next next most important team member. Yeah, good, good thing we got all that gold so we can pay for it. Yes, uh, where is that gold? I think John still has it in the bag of holding, wherever he put that. I want that back. Very yeah. good. Yeah, you, you may have to go hunt him down. He's probably hidden it somewhere. Yes, that sounds like Jean. But he is the quartermaster, and so far he's been trustworthy, so... I guess you can't look a gift rabbit in the mouth, huh? I guess not. Uh, so Crew is going to kind of reach down and pat the cauldron that is that Captain gave him. It's hanging kind of on his hip. So, Captain, are you Hi. are you sure about me having this? Yes, it's going to be more of use to you than it is going to be be me. 
And um, if you're going to be a part of the crew, then, well, I need you to be at the top. It's just, it's just weird. I've never had anybody give me something like this before. No one's given you a magic item before? Nothing? No gift? Nope. No. Nobody's even given me a gift. <laughs> not, not without expecting something in repayment. Well, take it more as a sign that I trust you, and that um, I believe you'll be able to put it to good use for the good of the crew. Sorry that um, no one's ever given you anything. I hear the total culture can be very stifling sometimes. It, stifling is an understatement. There's a reason I'm no longer with my clan. That must have been hard for you to, to leave your people. Uh, hard, yes. Yeah, I'd say hard, but it really wasn't my choice. I had a few turtles in my time, and, well, the ones that seem away from the clan seem happier not to be with the clan, so happy to have you here. That checks. It's an honor to have you. That checks. Well, if you, uh, if you got this handled, I think I'm going to go, go take a nap as well. And, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. the crew, uh, I'm going to turn on my heel and start walking towards the stairs. But then um, as I'm walking away, I'm going to turn back and say, Oh, and Captain, my name is Crew, not Bull. And just keep walking. It's nice to meet you, Crew. Captain smiles, and as you're going down the steps, he you hear kind of a large splash behind you. Um, the anchor's been tossed overboard, and you hear him kind of locking it in place. And seems like he's also making his way to his quarters as well. Yeah, so Crew's just going to go lay down, take a nap, and get over this exhaustion. As you walk into y'all's rooms, um, there's nothing on the floor. Um, everything is organized, nice and neat. Um, it's almost as if while y'all were gone, somebody spent extra time to make sure that your rooms were nice and neat and clean. Um, Prue is just going to do a quick investigation to make sure everything is still there. His books, all his other personal stuff that he had with him. Yeah, uh, you can make an investigation check. 14. Yeah, um, everything but Fang's cage is there. Um, it's, you know, not surprising seeing that Fang was out and about on the boat when you returned um, the evening before. But everything else seems to be in place. Um, nothing seems to be missing. Um, it's actually kind of organized now, or maybe you would have just have tossed it on the ground before or just tossed it in a corner. Um, it's up on the shelves and different... We, we've described we've described Lucas's and John's room before, but I don't think we've ever described what Crew's room really looks like. What what does Cruz look looks like now that it's nice and organized? What does he got in his room? What kind of furniture? What does it look like? So Cruz's room is just very simple: a bed, uh, kind of a bookshelf off to the side, with a with a desk uh, as well. Um, typically, when it's not clean, there is clutter everywhere. <laughs> the books actually reside on the floor more than actually on the bookcase. Um, same with his bed linens; they are typically just tossed about. Well, I mean, the bed's made, the books are on the shelf, the, the little lantern you have on your bedside table. Um, it's kind of dim, as if it had been on all night long, um, but it's it's there. Uh, your tome is resting next to it on one that you were reading the night before. You know, you kind of had to just toss it open to a certain page. It looks like somebody's placed a nice little bookmark in it for you and, and closed the book up for you, resting it next to your bed. I can't sleep with the blood gets all tucked in like this, and he's just going to grab it and rip it all out. <laughs> and then climb into bed and throw it on top of him and uh, reach over and extinguish the light and immediately pass out. Sounds good. Mr. Lucas? Uh, as soon as I enter the room and see that things have been tidied, I spend half an hour moving things back to the way that I had it. <laughs> and 
I have a very frustrated look on my face as I'm doing it, muttering to myself as I'm doing it. And once I have it the way that I like it, uh, I'm going to pass out as well. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's taking the time to clean your room and you're all upset. It's <laughs> everything bad. <laughs> I, have, I have unique experiments going on and they must not be touched. Fair enough. The camera kind of pans out from looking at both of you as you get a rest, and of course looking at Jean as he and Nameless are, are frantically going from one new hole to the next to kind of keep the boat afloat. Um, kind of zooms out for a while, and you just kind of watching the boat rest in the water, briefly watching Fang kind of just jump off the, uh, or fly off, really. I guess he's a little dragon fairy, so he's got wings. Flies off the eagle's nest up there, and... and sneaks into the cracked window of the, the kitchen and starts getting into some food. Camera fades to black after a while, and um, well, what do you guys do when you wake up? I'm famished. I wonder what there is in the kitchen. The crew's gonna head up to the kitchen to see if Lucas is already preparing food. Uh, so, I'm already in the kitchen, and I am starving as well, but I need something fancy to get through the experience we just did. So I'm making some poached uh, cinnamon pears and some uh, pancakes. And I am just getting those things ready and plated as uh, I guess everyone starts coming in. Uh, eat up everybody. Uh, something special this morning for, uh, you know, just to get over whatever the hell last night or yesterday was. Start placing the plates down and uh, you know, Captain, I, I know you don't like this stuff, so I just have this big steak for you, and I just put down a plate and it has this big T-bone steak. You you lay down the T-bone steak, and quickly Fang flies by and grabs it, and begins to fly out the window. That a boy, Fang! Ah, hey! Hey! And you see the Captain kind of storm off and start running outside of the big dining hall there. <laughs> Lucas, this smells amazing. Thank you. Have you ever... Uh, I don't think you've made pears for us before. I don't know if I've ever had a pear. Have you had an apple before? Yes. It's kind of like a soft apple. Very nice. <laughs> Except, I, I guess the way that this is prepared, it's a soft pear. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh in no way this can be... <laughs> related to an apple so i don't know how better to explain it so, crew is just gonna get like an entire plate full of pancakes and put some pears on top of it and start chowing down Rodrikin is um kind of just throwing food on his plate and uh leaning over it with his you know kind of his hands kind of covering the plate you know as he's trying to eat it's obvious he's been in a position where um if you didn't guard your food somebody else was going to grab it from you um so he definitely is protecting his own food. You watch, you watch as he kind of pokes and, and prods at the pears a little bit, but does does eat them and and tears into the pancakes. But he's he's eating with his hands. It's more, you know, he's never been in the culture where he's had to properly um, eat with forks and knives and such. Rue, kind of just staring in disgust, is gonna slowly slide a fork across the table to him. He's gonna he's gonna pick up the fork and he's gonna put it in his mouth and spit it back out. That's not, that's not very good. You, he's got, like, you, a pear you, over his nostril, and he's got a pancake on his forehead. No, no, no. watch me, and I'm going to slowly, like, 
cut a piece of the pancake and eat it. That's what you do with it. Don't use your hands. Got syrup all over his hands. He reaches out and, and grabs the fork and cuts like a large chunk out of it. You know, like just cuts the pancake in half and then picks up with his hand and eats it. Mm. I guess that's a little bit of progress. Thank you. Oh, no. Mm, God. Mm. Ah. Uh, as everybody's enjoying the meal, I, I grab the uh, symbol or that's hanging around my neck and just kind of say a utter a, a small thank you to Lyra. Kind of. Are you are you wanting to try to connect with her, or are you just making a small, regular, just just a general? Yeah, nothing, nothing intense. Remind me, what does your symbol look like? I have. It is a. Yellow, red, and orange star that is in a triangle shape um, around a central pin. So it's like the three stars all connected at their points in a triangle form. Awesome. So kind of like... Um... I actually have a picture I can send, but... Oh, okay. I was definitely thinking more Legend of Zelda type thing. The, um, oh, like, 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 the, like a Triforce. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A six-pointed star, and uh, all three of them are connected by the points. Very cool. Looks like where they connect, they make a small star as well. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Awesome. But other than the ship being clean, have we noticed anything about the Nilbog? Like, have we seen him or any of his minions? No, not since um, not since you called him that one time. Um, he's, you know, you kind of sense his presence in some places. So like, you went poop earlier that morning, and you feel like you're being watched. But, um, so you know. I did. I didn't poop because I'm a shy pooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got up and you heard like a snap, like that. Oh man, type of snap, you know. But shy pooper. There's nothing, you know, there's no evidence of, like, cool, he's going around, like, destroying this or changing that. You know, it's more, you kind of sense his presence every once in a while, but you don't really see him or if he has any minions there, you haven't seen them either. Lucas, does it does it bother you that this Nilbog is, like, here but not here? Uh, I, I don't know what they did to my room, Paul, but I, I didn't like it, and... You know, they rearranged the kitchen the first night that we were here, so, you know, I, I like things my way in my areas, and... I... I, I agree, they they clean my room, and I, I don't do clean. I do organized chaos. So, yeah, I, I, I had a hard time going to sleep because they made my bed. I cannot sleep in tucked sheets. We may need to have a discussion uh, with this Nilbog at some point about all this. Mr. Nilbog, would you like to sit down for breakfast and have a chat? I just call out into the ether. Yeah, as as you do, the um, the chair the captain would normally sit in kind of begins to shake, and kind of a, a puff of smoke just a appears, and then the Nilbog's sitting there. Oh boy, <laughs> looks like we have pancakes this morning. Fredrikan screams in a panic, throws his fork at the Nilbog, and runs out of the uh, kitchen area. <laughs> Did he hit Save the yourself, <laughs> Lucas! Lucas, run! And he just he disappears. Did he hit the nobog? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does well, he um, 
Does he take piercing damage? <laughs> oh, he missed. No, he didn't hit the Nog at all. No. He totally missed. He's kind of one of those like, uh, like, oh crap, you know, kind of moments. You you throw your rock when your you know your friend scares you, and you throw something in that direction just to kind of like you're hoping will hit, but you're really just trying to use that as a distraction to get out of there. That kind of a that kind of a throw. Gotcha. I, I, I'm sorry he threw something at you, but you can ignore him for now. He's a, a, a new part of the crew for now. <laughs> he seems like he's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, please don't torment him. He's he's already tormented enough. Very well. I guess he's a part of the fates now, so as long as he's a part of the fates, the deal still stands. <laughs> well, you said you so... wanted to talk. <laughs> Uh, M- Mr. Nilbog, or Nilbog. Just Nilbog uh, is fine. Mr. Nilbog was my father. <laughs> we have been noticing some changes on the ship, and although they're mo- most of them are for the better, but we've found that you've been going through our personal items as well. Is there any reason that that is happening? I mean, I'm nosy, so I'd like to just know who I'm traveling with, but I haven't taken anything. I usually leave things the way I found them. That's, that's false. (laughs) Yeah. My room has never been that clean, and I don't like it. Oh no, I haven't been cleaning. That's not me. (laughs) Did you not see my cave? It was... One of your minions was, I guess. Oh, you mean my friends. Yes, they do like things organized. (laughs) But they'll never organize you. (laughs) Could you keep them out of our room? Oh, yes. And also out of the latrine, because not cool, dude. Not cool. Well, you know, like I said, it's good to know who I'm traveling with and what's coming out of them. (laughs) There's the nilbug in there himself. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) But you know. I guess I can be more cautious with your private things. Though, where I come from, pooping's a public matter. (laughs) Yeah, well, on this ship it is not. So many rules. So many rules. So little time. (laughs) So, you know, I can understand you going through our things, but I, I would appreciate it if you had any questions you ask us. And also, I want you and your racing you to stay out of my room. Very well, I can try to convince them to not go into your rooms. <laughs> Aren't you in charge of them? Oh no, they're my friends. Are you in charge of your friends? Can you as tell? As, as he says friends, Crew's just gonna, like, do quotes with his fingers. So they're not staff? No. No. No, goodness, no. Are, who are your friends, exactly? Would you like to meet them? I mean, if they're going to be on the ship with us, I'd like to know who's here. Very well. Um, he claps his hands together, kind of a... And sitting around the table with you are three more figures. Each are wearing a black dress with a white apron in the front. They're no more than about a foot tall. They've got yellow hair, every single one. In fact, they all pretty much look exactly the same. Um, their hair doesn't look natural, though. It's more of a kind of like a yarn 
their porcelain skin um, looks durable and tough, and uh, it looks like their smiles will really never fade from their face. It's almost like it's painted on. DM. uh, They look at you with some glass eyes and kind of tilt their heads slowly and uh, giggle. Yes. Are these from the Nope Cave? Yeah, they are from the Nope Cave. Yes, sir. The crew immediately just jumps overboard. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't understand what seems to be the problem. I'm not trying to be rude, but your friends are creepy. Yes, yes they are. And they all kind of put their little hands up to their face and giggle. This is Meerkat, also known as Lucas Fenwear, your local chef. Taking time from our adventure to thank you for listening, we really appreciate you taking the time. If you enjoy the content, you can leave us a like, subscribe, or review. We would really appreciate it as it helps us grow. Did you know our fearless DM also has a Twitch stream? Go check him out under Jason Sketch. We're all excited to continue making this content and see where the story goes. I definitely want to see what other recipes Lucas will make once we get to land and can buy more supplies. Let's get back to the episode and see where our party goes next. Do they blink? If you shake them, they might. I'm not touching them. Oh, why? They like hugs. One, the one sitting next to your crew kind of turns over and puts its hands up like a three-year-old wanting to be picked up. The crew immediately bolts. <laughs> Just <laughs> bolts straight out of the kitchen. Everybody's being rude today. <laughs> uh, Nilbog is here. I, I look down at my clothes, and uh, Lucas is wearing black with a white apron. <laughs> is there a reason? <laughs> is there a reason that we're dressed alike? No, I. They've always dressed this way. I just assumed you liked their style. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen them before. I see. Um... Is there? So when when we made this contract, yes. <laughs> uh, we had said that you could come on board, but we had not mentioned these three. Why are they on board? Uh, they, they are, um, they were tired of the Goblin Cave, and we figured we could use some help on the boat, keeping you guys moving. There was really only four of you anyways, so we just assumed you would like the extra help around the boat. You know, one less thing you have to worry about. Keeping things clean, somebody to keep an eye on the boat while you're not around. You don't want them, I can... We could just help to get them back to the Feywild where they came from. I think they wouldn't mind that too much. Okay. Crew, pe- crew peeping in from the door. 
uh, I'm okay with getting them off the ship whatever way we have to. I don't see the problem. They've been very helpful and friendly. <laughs> They've watched me poop. No, that was me. <laughs> How do we get you off the ship? <laughs> you can't. You already signed the contract. <laughs> but I agree I won't go watch you poop if, like you said, it's a private matter. I can respect that. <laughs> I look at the porcelain figures. Uh, hi, I, I'm Lucas. Uh, who are you? They. What's your own names? They all wave, and with their creepy smiles on their face, and uh, the nobog responds, "Well, th that one closest to you is Sally, and that one's Sarah, and that one's that one's Lily." And he leans in close, or he poofs from his chair and poofs next to you and whispers, "She's a bit of a bitch." So they don't speak themselves. Oh no. <laughs> they're dolls. But you know what they're saying? Oh yes, I've got a telepathic link with them, you know, contracts and all that. We used to write notes and it was oh it was exhausting. How did they get here from the Feywild? They don't know. They just woke up one day and they were here. Feywild is a strange place after all. Strange things happen there. You can't be too careful oh. when you go to the wilds of the Fae. Though it does seem like a very fun place to be. How do we get them back to the Fae Wild? I mean, I imagine we'd have to find a portal to the Fae Wild. <sighs> but you do have a map to the terrarium, so perhaps one of the islands has connected to the Fae Wild there. Do we know of any. Is there any, like, public portals that anybody would know about? To the Fae Wild? Yeah. Um. You guys can roll a history check if you'd like to. Based on your background, though, crew, I imagine you'd probably have to roll with a disadvantage. Okay. Well, I got a natural one, so... You have no idea. Sorry, my character sheet disappeared once again. Yeah, it's a valuable, valuable piece to the podcast, but... <laughs> uh, seven. Seven. Neither one of you really know a... a kind of a public portal to the Feywild. Um, but, I mean, you guys do know about the Feywild. You know that there are creatures that come from there, and um, you've heard of Fey Lost before, and they're, they've kind of got some strange, you know, strange things about them, whether they've... People that have been kind of encountered the Feywild before, so they'll have, like, a, a strange look in their eye, or um, will be, like, a human, but they, for some strange reason, like, have cat ears, just in some way they become Fey-touched. Um, elves... Elves are known for being from the Feywild, um, though they've they've made their way here. There are some some that are really in tune with the Feywild, and then really the ones that have kind of grown up, the High Elves and the Wood Elves in this area, don't. They, they don't again, their past history connects them to the Feywild, but their generations and generations have lived in this material plane for so long that they they really don't have a way to get back there. Um, Lucas, didn't the captain say he had a girlfriend from the Fey that went to the Feywild? He did. I wonder if he would have an idea and crew like bolts to go find the captain. Okay. Um, while he's bolting to go find the captain, what would you what would you like to do, Mr. Lucas? Uh, Sally, Sarah, Lily, would you like some breakfast? Uh, do you eat? They all shake their head no. Um, okay. But but you know Lily walks over and pulls up a stool and starts washing dishes. Uh. But, yeah, th thanks, Lily. You, you know, 
You don't need to do that. I, uh, and I step up slider and start helping. Gives you a glare that like peers deep into your soul. I glare back and I continue. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> Lucas, I'm, you are washing dishes, but crew, <laughs> crew, you, um, yeah, you're able to find your captain. Did you, he's, he's busy. He's, he's, have you ever had that moment with your dogs where they have something they're not supposed to have and they think it's a game of tugs and they're kind of just pulling on your whatever it is and you're just trying to get the thing out of their mouth before they tear it up? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing you're seeing. You see Fang and the captain are just fighting over this stake and essentially it has become a game of tugs for Fang. 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 Drop it. Drop it. Uh, animal handling. 11 plus 1. So 14. I mean, 12. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you redid that math. <laughs> yeah. Um, he look, looks at you for a second like he's going to understand you, and he's getting ready to make a, getting ready to release, and the captain pulls back hard, and Fang just chomps back down, um, latching on. Uh, but the captain does pull hard enough that he throws Fang in the stake, and they go flying. He's like, dang it. He's getting ready to turn to go chase after him again. Captain? We, uh, we yes, need to talk. I, we, but I'm but sure breakfast. We, I'm sure Lucas but, can make you a new steak. <laughs> uh, let's let's go back to the kitchen. There, um, you know that Neobog that is now living on the ship. Yes, the one you you all made a deal without consulting me on. Yes. Um, that was because you weren't paying attention. But that's beside the point. Uh. We finally met his friends, and... Oh, someone that was cleaning the ship. Yeah, the one that, that were um, cleaning the ship. Jean said he was taken care of and not to worry about. Yeah, that one. Ah. He found so, uh, them. Yeah. Do you remember that Nope Cave? Oh, the one that you all insisted we would not go walking into. Yes, that one. Well, that was their room. Oh. So, so they are now they bring on the, the sh- crying on the children ship. with them. I heard the crying, just the creepy stares. Ah, but, well, but they they said they're from the Feywild, and oh. we want to take them back to the Feywild so they are no longer here staring at me. Are you, you just concerned that people are staring at you? Um, not necessarily that they're staring at me, just the creepy stare. But I see. I know you said your old captain went to the Feywild, so I didn't know if you knew a way to get them back to the Feywild. If that's something we can discover. The uh, there's the table kind of towards the back of the boat there, and the captain rolls out the map and puts the two pieces together, and you kind of watch as they um, kind of a golden light comes off them as they and they fuse together. He he puts his compass on the map, and the compass begins to spin. Um, and suddenly kind of points in a direction and realize it's no longer pointing north, south, east, or west. It's pointing in a direction that's kind of between the south and the the west on the compass there. And uh, you watch as the map suddenly begins to move. Um, and not physically move itself, but rather the images on it move. And it kind of just almost kind of points to where you're at. Like a you see kind of a small ship and, and the water on the map kind of just begin to sway. And you see where your ship is kind of pointing in a direction towards... Well, it seems to be an image of a large um, sea turtle. And the captain taps on the large sea turtle, and the 
the image zooms in on the map and the turtle's mouth opens up and it's almost like a water cave that goes down a waterfall and you you will find a follow through um the inside of this turtle until you came out to the other side um and you kind of just see a layer of different islands kind of pop up on the map and it's almost like they're kind of in a, a sequential pattern of some sort and you see him kind of scroll through the map a little bit kind of like you do on your phone where you're kind of scrolling through your apps and eventually he finds um one and he kind of taps on it and he says well in the terrarium this is an island that is uh connected to the Feywild. perhaps perhaps we can take him to that island and um drop them off there and maybe they can wander back into the the full full plane of the Feywild from there so i know we need to stop in in Guina to repair the ship do we know how far from the Guina to the terrarium oh yes it's about about a week's travel Probably so head back towards. Um, what's that? So I have to deal with these things for over a week. Oh, it could be months. They um, this specific map is, uh, or this really this island is deep into the terrarium. It's gonna gonna be some time to get to it. You're just scoffs, and um, well, I guess I'm going to need to figure out how to put a lock on my door. I bet we can find some locks in Linguina. Well, yeah, regardless, regardless, you need to probably come and meet them. They're in the kitchen right now. I, we probably actually need to save Lucas, to be honest. Save Lucas from what? From the friends. All right. So you guys walk in, and Captain rolls up the map and, and puts it back in, in his pocket, and his jacket pocket, and uh, you enter into the kitchen, and Lucas and Lily are washing dishes. Sarah is cleaning up the table. The nilbog's gone. Um, and, uh, and Sally's sweeping the floor. Lucas, where did the Nilbog go? I turn around and, uh, me and Lily are, are fighting over who's gonna dry this plate, and I yank from her. Uh, I, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, he was sitting just over there, and I, I guess I point to an empty chair. He's not there now. Anyways, well, these are the friends. Mm -hmm. These are your friends' crew? Not my friends. Not your friends. Not, you kind of not see their, Nacho friends. All their faces turn from that happy smile and they kind of... And turn into a sad face when you say not their friends. Not your friends. I I think you've upset them. Say something nice, crew. Uh, you know, positive, positive affirmation for each one of them. Your, your hair looks nice. They all kind of look at each other like, who is he talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Captain, do something. <laughs> I I think you need to tell them which one has the nice-looking hair. And you still have two more affirmations to give. One for each of them. That's not my strong suit. Or you've upset them. That could be a problem later on. Um, Sally, your hair looks nice. Her, um, her sad face creaks back into a smile. Uh, Sarah, that's a nice dress. You see her her blush a little bit, and she kind of turns to the side. Lily, good job on the dishes. You kind of see like a huzzah motion from her, and she snags the dish back from Lucas. How was that? Burn my <laughs> burn my hands up in frustration. <laughs> so yeah, they according to the Nilbog, they came from the Feywild, and may want to go back to the Feywild. They all kind of shrug their shoulders. You don't want to go back to the Feywild? They shrug their shoulders again. 
Do we have any? That's. Uh, do we have any paper that they could like write a sentence out for us? You keep paper in your kitchen. I will uh, bring out my notepad that I have on me for writing recipes that has a quill attached to it. Uh, can either, any of you uh, write in common? Uh, Sally raises her hand. I hand it to Sally. Uh, can you tell us if you what your plans are with us and if you want to go back to the Feywild? Trying to decide if I want to just type it to you or just say it. Too much to type. Um, they... She smiles and she nods and she, she grabs the, the... What do you use to write with? Uh, I guess it's a, a quill, but I, I don't know where we'd, we would get ink from. Maybe it, I'd bring an ink pot out as well. Okay. Yeah, she dips it in the ink pot and she, she writes out. It takes her a minute or two, but kind of funny to see you know a doll's hand trying to hold um a quill but she's able to grasp it well enough to be able to write and um, it looks like a you know a third grader um is doing cursive for the first time um, but it's it's legible enough to read but he kind of says sure we can go back home and then it says no plans just want to be helped it's just way too ominous <laughs> well uh so crew, crew and i have, uh, although we appreciate the cleaning uh, over most of the ship, if you could just please stay out of our rooms, uh, that'd be appreciated. But you can you can come out. You don't have to hide. You can come out and interact with us if you want. They all kind of do jazz hands. Um, kind of that that sign for for yay. I wonder if the, I I do it back. I wonder if any of them have any. Carpentry skills, they could help Jean with the patching. Do are y'all any of y'all good with the hammer? Uh, Sally is not. Sarah is not. Lily is definitely not. Oh, that was an idea. The dice have spoken. We could have them. We could have them just march down in single file to Jean, without telling him first. I like this idea. They all shrug and um, start marching down to the bottom of the boat. <laughs> so, are we going to follow so we can see what happens? Uh, side, side note, um, we didn't want to do interactions with John, right? Correct. Yeah, since yeah. John isn't here, I don't think it's fair for me to do more than basic roleplay out for him to see for you know things like this for reactions, so perhaps we might save this moment for when he returns kind of like okay. a, just a small so, flashback memory or whatever the case may be backtrack yeah. then yeah so um i'm sure he will appreciate you guys sending creepy dolls down to the bottom of the boat <laughs> well, he is working so captain um do we need to raise that anchor so we can get on our way to linguina yes um i think that'd be the best course of action what do you think lucas uh so it's it's a week to linguina Oh, I guess I wasn't part of the conversation. Sure, let's go to Linguina. It's, well, it's a good. It shouldn't only take us more than a day to get there. I think it'd be wise to uh, stop by and see what the latest news might be and um, potentially pick up some new crew members. We can even get the, the ship repaired so that we don't have to worry about Jean's repairs. Yes, yeah. Perhaps there'd be a repairman there. Perhaps we can find a shipwright who might travel with us that uh, 
I think that'd be good. That, perhaps a bard. What else should we have on the boat, do you think, that might be of use to us? Entertainment or otherwise. Hey, just a couple extra hands would be nice to help with the sails and the ropes and that kind of stuff. I, I agree. Be good. More, more people. And if we, uh, if we end up bringing more people on, Lucas may need some help in the kitchen. Doesn't he have Freddy? What's his name? Frogdrick? Bralic? Frantic? Frantic. Frederick. Oh, Frederick. Frederick and Captain. Ah. I, I don't need uh, any help in the kitchen, but, uh, you know, Lily seems to want to help with cleaning, so I'll be fine. Very good. Well, we've got some magic dolls that want to help, and uh, that's a few hands that could be helpful. I don't see them doing sales very well, but cleaning? They seem to be doing a good job so far. I don't imagine yeah. they need much sleep. We just need to make sure we're setting boundaries. Ah, yes. Boundaries are good. I like boundaries. Well, let's go out and, um, why don't we plot a course together to Linguina and then, uh, we'll get the sails up ready to go. What do you guys say? That works for me. Sounds good. You can show Lucas that fancy map now. Oh, yes. Would you like to see the map? Sure. Awesome. Very good. Come this way. And he takes you guys outside and he goes back to back to the table. Um, he lays the map back out and puts the compass back on. You see the compass spin again until it kind of points again that southwest direction. Um, you watch as the map follows and it goes, you know, goes back out of the turtle's mouth. It moves past a set of seven islands that look rather familiar to Mr. Crew. And it kind of swerves past the um, the main continent where you guys first met before you began your travels. It goes between that island that you guys got the map from, and it goes back to where the ship is at. So, just a reminder, we were sailing, we were sailing north first, right? Yes, you were sailing north first because you were sailing north to go kind of towards Linguina slash to this torn and half island okay. um, where you met the kobolds and the goblins. Okay. And now it's kind of pointing southwest. You kind of traveled north, north, northeast. You realize, kind of looking at the map, that you can probably travel a little more east to get to Linguina. Um, but to go back towards the terrarium, you're going to have to go a little more southwest, which is in the direction of the, the terrarium. Um, roll me a history check. Uh, crew. Three. Never mind. Again, this is just a large, looks like a large turtle. Um, kind of type structure with some weird, like, tendrils coming off of it. Um, is where the terrarium is pointing at might be the terrarium location. And so, Captain kind of smiles, he kind of uses his, his hands to kind of, you know, like you do on your phone, where you kind of make either an image bigger or smaller. So he kind of gets it adjusted the way he wants to. Just enough where you can kind of see the the trek to where you're at on the boat and then where Linguina's at and he kind of points in that direction and goes this is this my friend is where we'll be heading so then we'll be going to the to Linguina here and you're looking at Linguina and it's it's an island and it's got it looks like a large set of coral reef kind of going around it as well um are either one of you neither one of you really have a big sailing background do you okay <laughs> all right so it looks like a large colorful Coral Reef is is around the uh, the island of Linguina. 
Is what we head in this direction? Are we going over here? And, uh... Well, again, it's a good, good place to meet new people and perhaps add some more focus to the crew, and... Suddenly he stops, and you see him grab his right side. He coughs for a second, and a little bit of blood comes out of his mouth, and it just lands on the map. Captain. And you kind of hear a voice from behind him go, Aye. Nada. I knew you'd find that map. I just had to wait patiently. And you see a person start to fade in from behind him. He's looks like a chameleon with, you know, the eyes on the side and a kind of a big grin on his face with the curly tail. He's got a captain's hat on with also another captain's cloak. He is a uh, greenish in color, but it almost looks like he was blending in with the surroundings that were behind him until you see that image start to fade more into that green color. He's got three fingers on his right hand and three fingers on his left. Looks like his feet could also grab things as well. Um, he's not wearing any boots, but he does have some long black pants on. His captain's coat cloak is a brownish color. And he's got like a tan hide on um, his chest area. He's got a knife jammed into the side of your captain there, and you're you're looking at your captain. He's coughing, and you realize it seems to be taking a strange effect on your captain. He's starting to crystallize from base of his feet moving up towards um, the rest of his body. Uh, both you'll make a history check or medicine check, whatever's stronger. 12. 23. 12, okay. Um, you you can tell he seems to be hardening crew, but um, Lucas, you know this to be like a very similar to a petrification process. Do we see anybody besides the chameleon person? Yes, um, he kind of starts to laugh, and as you guys turn around, an air genasi appears behind you on the right, Mr. Crew, and behind Mr. Lucas, there also appears a ASMR. Um, ASMR is kind of a purplish in color, white hair braided into um, a long braid behind its back with some spiky armor and a large battle axe in his hands. He's smiling really big. The air genasi has... A leather vest on and those white Aladdin pants with kind of that same gold um, type shoes that you would see in a classic Aladdin movie. Um, though it, you can tell it's kind of a leather made, but it's a gold color. His hair kind of floats in the wind a little bit, kind of like Hades from the Hercules movies. Um, his, In fact, his whole body is that same blue color as Hades' hair. He's smiling really big as well. His chest is bare. Um, and he has a sword in his hand, and he smiles as the captain in front of him, his captain, grabs the map, and as soon as that captain reaches and grabs that map, um, his blade begins to hum a little bit as if it's singing. And that's where we'll end for the evening. I don't know what to say. I wish it was Friedrichen that came yeah. up and started doing that. <laughs>